beautiful friends. Welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's Word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Welcome back to the Saver Table. It is so good to be back at the table, and I'm so glad that you tuned in to the Saver Podcast. Unfortunately, Suzanne could not join me at the table today, but what I have to talk about is so important, and I so wanted to get this out to you guys that I decided I'm just going to pull a chair up to the table and talk to you today. So, Even though I'm sitting at the table by myself, I am pretending that you are sitting across from me at this table and I have just poured you a hot cup of coffee because especially today, it is a super rainy, dreary day and all I've wanted to do is stay in my bed and drink coffee, but I'm not doing that because I just came back from our encounter weekend where we had over 70 women from our church come together for two and a half days and we encountered the living God together. It was a holy weekend. It was amazing, and I am so blown away by what God does every single year on that trip. And one of the things that we talked about this year was the beauty of holiness. What does it look like to live holy? But before we even got into that, we explained the difference between the position of holiness and the idea of practicing holiness. And so just to recap for you guys, in case you're just now tuning in or you weren't there at the weekend or you didn't listen to last week's Savor Short on holiness, we are in Christ. If we have given our life to God through Jesus Christ and we have accepted Him as Lord and Savior, we have been placed in the position of holiness. We have been given that position. Deanna, who did some of the teaching, used the example of us being given the jersey, that we're on the team. We've been placed in that position of holiness. And now that we have been placed in that position, we are called to practice holiness. And so we spent time talking about that and getting into God's word and digging into what that meant. But one of the things that I think is so important when we think about that is really understanding the purpose of the Holy Spirit. So one of the things I want to talk about today is What is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Recently, I've had several people ask me questions like, what is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Why why is the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit? (laughs) And so, you know, real simply, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. So there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three in one, He is a triune God. But the specific purpose of the Holy Spirit We can get some help on what that idea is and what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is if we look into John's gospel. We see the Holy Spirit throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, but really in John's gospel, Jesus is explaining to them. And he says, John 14, verses 16 and 17, and verses 26 and 27, I just want to read it. Jesus is speaking, and he says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. 
You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And then he goes on to say, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so I just think this is a beautiful picture of the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Not every time in Scripture do you have a question and can get a complete black and white answer, but we get a lot of clarity from the words of Jesus about the purpose of the Holy Spirit. He is to come to be our helper, the Spirit of truth. And He is going to dwell with us and reside in us. And so, if you have given your life to Christ, that means that the Holy Spirit now dwells within you. And we now need to learn what it looks like to have the Holy Spirit power in and through us. And I think that that is something that we don't often pay much attention to or understand, but one of the purposes of the Holy Spirit is to help guide and empower and direct us. And so when I think about that, I was trying to think of a good analogy to think about with the Holy Spirit, and it's like a Q-beam. You know, it's a big flashlight that shines in the darkness. And so that light is directed, and it leads the way for me at night. So it lights up the path ahead of me, and not only does it light up the path ahead of me, but it also allows other people to see that I am coming because they can see the light. And a lot of times, I think for us in Christ, we don't tap into the power of the Holy Spirit that is alive and active in us. And so we're still walking around in the dark. When we hit a desperate situation, when we are really struggling with a relationship or we're really trying to not do that one thing again that we know God has said, darling, that is not good for you. Don't do that anymore. And we are trying so hard not to do it. I think so often we try in our own strength. We try to just read our Bible more. We try to go to church more. We try to be kinder. But I think what God is saying is, We need to invite the Holy Spirit to be alive and active in our lives, to move in and through us, to invite the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that is supernatural, that is beyond anything that we can do on our own. And I'll tell you, for me personally right now, God is asking me to step into the Saver Ministries and to do things that I've never done or could even think about doing apart from Him. And so what I am moving into, I've had to really lean into the Holy Spirit. I've had to say, you are the Spirit of truth. What, God, is your word saying? What is that truth? And the Holy Spirit has been so kind to me on so many levels to remind me over and over again the truth of God's word, the truth of what God has spoken about me, what God has spoken to me. And it's just been so encouraging. But I have had to stop. I have had to take a breath. And I have had to say, Holy Spirit, come now. Fill this place change this atmosphere. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. You are welcome to move in and through me. And when I do that, when I yield, when I surrender and I invite the Holy Spirit, 
things absolutely change. And I just love um, thinking about the idea of leaning into the Holy Spirit, but it hasn't always come naturally for me to do that. There have been times in my life where I was terrified to think about it because I don't know what your experience is with the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit. Sometimes, based on your experience, it can seem really weird. And there were times in my life where I was a little bit afraid of what it would look like if the Holy Spirit were more active in my life. I thought He was going to make me look weird, act strange, do weird things. Y'all, I am weird, and I do strange things, and I do look weird. I mean, during the Super Bowl last night, I jumped in the pool because I got dared to by a friend. So, you know, they're just weird things I do, but that didn't have anything to do with the Holy Spirit. But one of the things I've realized as I've walked with God is that He doesn't want me to be embarrassed. His His plan is never to embarrass me. Now, it may feel uncomfortable to step out and be vulnerable and be obedient. So this past weekend, God asked me to share some things with these 70 women that I had never shared with another soul on the planet. And it was uncomfortable. But I said, God, I surrender to you through the power of your Holy Spirit. And let me just tell you, God blew my mind with how well that went when I obeyed and I partnered with the Holy Spirit and I allowed the Holy Spirit to take over. I didn't try and craft a message and write things that were just right. I just said, God, I am yours use me, Holy Spirit, come. And I saw the Spirit of God moving in our midst when I was yielding to Him. So if you're in a place where you're afraid to allow the Holy Spirit to move, I just want to encourage you, just stop running from Him. Surrender. He is not out to hurt you. And whatever fear you are facing right now, whatever that thing that you are so afraid of, giving over to God or allowing the Holy Spirit to move through you, I just want to encourage you. Trusting God is the antidote to that fear. So you're like, great, well, how do I trust God? Because I'm just overwhelmed with fear and I don't know how to trust God in that. We learn to trust God by learning who He is. And the way we learn to know who God is is by spending time in His Word. And I just love... In um, Luke's gospel, Luke says, uh, and starting in verse 9, And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see, when we are asking the Holy Spirit to move in our lives, when we yield to the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, it is never going to be something that is going to harm us. God's intention is not to hurt us or to harm us or to embarrass us. Now, there may be some grief and pain in the process, but at the end of the day, God's plan, God's desire, and God's design for our life is so much better. And we can rely on the Holy Spirit who comes alongside as a voice of wisdom and as a helper and as the counselor in our life. And I just think that it is so 
amazing to watch God move in that way because we feel like if we let go of control, that some that everything's going to fall apart, and there couldn't be anything more further from the truth. You see, we don't want to give control to God; we want to be in control. But the reality, the truth of it, is God is the only one in control. And when we partner with Him through inviting His Holy Spirit to move in and through us, is when we can see real change happening. So I don't know what it is that you're dealing with right now. I don't know what it is that you are afraid to give to him, that you're afraid to let go of, that you're afraid you'll never have victory in, but I just want to encourage you right now in this moment, whether you're driving in your car, you're out for a walk, you're folding laundry, whatever you're doing right now, just stop and invite the Holy Spirit. Just say, Holy Spirit, come, fill this place change the atmosphere, transform my thoughts, renew me from the inside out. And when you pray that prayer, watch how God begins to change your heart, your mind, your thoughts. And so um, I just want to encourage you, you can do hard things through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so simple things that you can do, a couple of things. Three things I'm going to ask you to do. One, pray daily to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because Scripture talks about how we can quench the Holy Spirit and we can grieve the Holy Spirit. And so we it's a continuous renewal and filling of the Holy Spirit. And so we just ask God every day, God, fill me with your Spirit today. And then the next thing is to seek opportunities to move beyond yourself. And girls, I am not telling you this as someone who's not doing that. I am in the middle of seeking out opportunities that are moving me beyond what my natural ability can do. Because what I am doing, what I am stepping into is so far outside of my comfort zone. But I know, I know, I know God has called me to do it. And if he's called me to do it, he will equip me to do it. He will empower me through his Holy Spirit. So seek out opportunities to move beyond yourself. Maybe reach out to that woman that you've run into at church the last four or five weeks and ask her to go out to coffee for you. Or maybe be willing to be the first one to extend the offer of forgiveness. And then the third thing I'm going to ask you to do is to connect to other people in community who are seeking God, who are seeking the Holy Spirit. So those are the three things. Pray daily to be filled with the Holy Spirit Seek opportunities to move beyond what your natural mind, your natural ability is, and connect with other people in community who are growing in relying on the Holy Spirit. So I know this was a little bit shorter of an episode, but I just couldn't hold it in. I am so excited about what God is doing, how God is moving, how I have seen and experienced His Holy Spirit, and I wanted to share that with you guys. And so we're going to move into our savor moment today, and as we move into our savor moment, I want you to just think about those things and just invite the Holy Spirit into your everyday life. Fill me up to overflowing. One of the things that I say often to the Lord is, fill me up to pour me out, to fill me up, to pour me out. Um, Over and over again, fill me with your power, fill me with your love, fill me with your compassion, and then pour me out, Father, whatever that looks like, and do it over and over again, because I have experienced what it's like for the Holy Spirit to be 
alive and active in me. There are times like this past weekend when I was teaching and I just felt God moving. I felt the Holy Spirit say, say this. And I came up with, you know, every one of God's words will be true. It will be kind. It will be good. And so those kinds of things are just where I see, like, that wasn't in my notes. That is totally you, God, working through the power of your Holy Spirit who comes alongside as my helpmate, as the spirit of truth, as the counselor. And so I have a song I want you to listen to. It's called Holy Spirit by Francesca Battistelli. Love, love, love her, by the way. I'm sure lots of other people have covered that song by now. It is a great song. You may be very familiar with it, but I'm going to include the link to it in the show notes. You can search it on Spotify or wherever you get your music, but Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to encourage you to do a hard thing. And I'm going to try and do it because I don't typically do this, but after I got back this weekend, one of the ways that my husband loves on me so well is by making me food, which is probably part of the reason that I launched Savor Ministries, because when I eat good food, I connect to God and I celebrate His goodness, and I want you guys to do that. So I'm going to include the recipe for my husband's grouper with a Blanc sauce served over succotash. Y'all, it is amazing, but it's really a more complicated recipe. It's actually not terribly complicated, but the Berblanc sauce, it's like a little bit of wine, some shallots, and a whole lot of butter. I mean, like the best butter, y'all. It's so good. It's so good. But if you don't do that sauce just right, you can break that sauce. And so it takes a little bit of a technique. But why I'm sharing this recipe with you is because it is one of the best things you'll ever eat in your life. But... I want you to remember that you can do hard things. And when you get to a place where you just don't know how you're going to forgive, you just don't know how you are going to parent that teenage child, you just don't see any end in sight to the financial problems that you are facing. You have no idea how God is going to bring peace amidst the raging storm in your heart. You don't understand how God can remove that spirit of depression on you. You don't see how you will never be fully at peace and not riddled with anxiety. Let me tell you, ladies, there is hope and his name is Jesus Christ. And he said, I am going so that I can send the helper, the Holy Spirit, and he will be in you and he will dwell with you. So if you are listening to this and you have given your life to Christ, you have that power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And today is the day God is saying, invite the power of the Holy Spirit to rule and reign. One of the things I do every morning is say, God, I surrender my talent, my tongue, my temperament, and my thoughts to you today. Holy Spirit, come fill me to overflowing. Girls, I'm just going to end with a prayer for you today, and I pray that you savor God's goodness. God, thank you that you go before us, that you stand behind us, that you are a God who moves mountains. Father, your word tells us that you will raise up every valley and you will lower every mountain so that there is a smooth plain before us. Father, you have that power to move in our lives. You know every woman who is going to hear this message today. Father, you know exactly where she is. I pray 
that you move the mountains in her life that need to be moved, that you remind her that she is yours, that she is beloved, that she is cherished, that your Holy Spirit is alive and active in her today. Give her courage today, Father. Give her hope today, Father. Give her wisdom today, Father. Give her the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we ask these things in your name. Amen. I'm so glad you guys joined me at the Saver table today. I cannot wait until Suzanne can join us again. I hope you have a great week. See you next time. Thank you for being with us today here at Saver. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit crosstownchurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.